Temple of Geek Toddcast, episode 46, is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Toddcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to the Temple of Geek Toddcast, a show designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. I am your host, Daniel. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. You can find this episode and more by heading to our site, templeofgeek.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. On this episode, we finally get to discuss The Force Awakens. I believe we have waited long enough for people to go see it. However, we will give the warning that this episode will contain spoilers for that one person who has not seen it yet. With that said, joining me to discuss this topic from the Temple of Geek are Marcus and Stacy. Welcome, guys. What's going on? Howdy how. Oh, man. Star Wars. Okay, so I like I know this is I know this is a uh, February and all. And, you know, the movie came out in December. Uh so we'll we'll get we'll get to that more here in a second. I, I just wanted to give you know people enough time to go see this film before we just kind of dived right in and started talking about it and started revealing a bunch of spoilers and stuff. Maybe we waited a little too long. I don't know. We did before you know bef- before we start diving into that topic. You know, let's talk a little bit about what's been happening. Temple of Geek. We kind of took a, a break from the podcast for the last month. Um, we took the month of January off. What did you guys do this entire month? <laughs> Wow, I wouldn't go see movies. I did go see one movie, I guess. So, what'd you go see? And I saw Hateful Eight. How was that? You know, if you if you like Quentin Tarantino movies, you'd enjoy it. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie set in the Wild West. So, great dialogue, minimal sets, uh, you know. So, and blood, and lots of blood. Lots of blood. Marcus, you just got done seeing a movie called The Forest, right? Uh, yeah, I saw two movies this month. I saw The Forest and I saw The Revenant. Ooh, so, I want to know what's that one. Yeah, the uh, of the two, The Revenant was like tenfold better. Uh, the Forest, I would definitely not watch again. <laughs> <laughs> horror so, movie, right? Yeah. Japanese Japanese horror. Uh, no, not really. It's, um, it's, the story is based in, in Japan, but, um, it's not really like a Japanese horror film. Um, okay. I just, I guess I just misunderstood. I, I kind of thought I heard that maybe it was based on some, or a, a, a Japanese folklore or something along those lines. Yes, it is. Yeah, they're, um, a, a, a girl trying to find her sister who is, uh, Lost in a uh, suicide forest in Japan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Well, at least the the concept behind it is interesting. <laughs> now I heard in the Revenant, not a lot of dialogue. Um, there, yeah, actually, no. I guess now I think about it, there there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. Um, it, it was still a really good movie. So uh, that one is one that I, I, I would recommend that people watch. It was pretty good. Okay. What about you, Daniel? I haven't seen any movies. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been watching uh, at home video releases of films. Like you know, I, I saw uh, 
the Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse finally, which I thought was a hilarious movie. Um, I just picked up Cooties. I haven't watched that one yet, but I do plan on watching that. Um, but nothing in the theaters. Uh, to kind of go along with our Star Wars topic a little bit, uh, so far, as of this recording, The Force Awakens has earned over $1.94 billion worldwide. So, well, as we say, as far as I know, it's also like it was either the best movie this last weekend or it was second best. I mean, it's it's staying at the top of the box office. It's it's definitely staying in the box office, and it's it's been in the theaters for 41 days. Now, the reason why I kind of want to bring that up is there's there's two movies ahead of it in the worldwide records that that holds the worldwide records basically: Titanic and then Avatar. It looks like The Force Awakens is going to surpass Titanic. You know, just give it a couple more couple more days couple maybe two more weeks and it'll probably surpass titanic um titanic made 2.19 billion dollars over 41 weekends so star wars has made 1.94 billion over 41 days uh titanic made 2.9 billion over 41 weekends so i foresee that being broken the one i'm concerned with though is avatar avatar is that was at 2.79 billion and it took 238 days, almost a full year for it to achieve that, that, uh, that amount of money worldwide. Do you think star Wars is going to be able to beat that film? Mm, I, I don't know. It, uh, for my part, uh, perspective, it, it's kind of hard only because I've seen it three times and I don't plan on seeing it again. <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm pretty impressed that you saw it three times considering that you were the one that was saying, I'm not going to see it until the, until, until the new year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just fell in some, uh, some weird situations and <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, guess I'm watching star Wars again. <laughs> Well, I but mean, if it stays in the theaters, it. yeah, if it stays in the theaters for a year, maybe, you know, I just, you don't see that very often. I'm just concerned that the, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's one thing. Nowadays, movies don't stay in the theaters very long, and they're already talking about a home video release. Uh, April 5th is the release date that they're, they're talking about. So, what? so is it possible that this film, that Avatar is basically going to stay on top? I don't know. I, it's almost $3 billion. Star Wars just is, just barely getting ready to cross over the two billion mark. It's, I don't it's think be, it'll beat it. <sighs> that saddens me that you say that. <laughs> I, well, I, I just think they'll take it out of the theaters before it does. I just well, because think about it this way: if it stays in the theaters for a year, Rogue One's already going to come out. You know, it's that's like true. Yeah, I think that uh, I think the movie can beat it, but I don't think it will beat it. Yeah, that's. I agree with Marcus. Well, keeping yeah. on with the movie theme here, the second trailer for the, or I guess the first trailer, um, the first one was officially the Comic Con trailer, but we got a a new trailer for the Suicide Squad movie. Did both of you guys happen to see that yet? Absolutely. And let's let's just go ahead and just just, just hear about it. I, I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was the perfect song that they could have chosen. <laughs> For that trailer, Absolutely. it just it went with the the, the theme of that mo- that show so well. Um, man, I was I was blown away blown away by the second trailer. <laughs> I, I'm like this this second trailer got me so excited to go see this movie. I've watched it once a day. <laughs> once a day, <laughs> at least. Marcus, this think, is a film uh, that you said you wanted to see, right? Yeah, yeah, I really want to see this. Um, I think uh, Margot Robbie is uh, 
what got me pumped to go see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, well let, let me ask you, now that you've seen her a little bit more in the second trailer, do you think she is Harley Quinn? Um, not entirely convinced yet, honestly. Um, you know, but I, I think I'm going to be more impressed uh, seeing the actual movie than when I see uh, these trailers. Well, what about you guys? What do you all think of the Joker so far? You're getting to see a little bit more of him. Performance-wise, I think the Joker's going to be amazing. I still don't like the look of him. I'm okay with it. Just from from what I've gathered from the background and trying to ground it in reality, I mean, from what I understand, all the caps of his teeth are because Batman has beaten his teeth out. And, uh, you know, and the tattoos, I'm not sure where that came from. I, it is growing on me. I am digging the new Joker look. Maybe by the time the movie comes out and after I see the film, it'll, it will grow on me. But right now, I mean, like I said, the performance, spot on. It's the Joker. He looks awesome. Um, the look, though, I'm just I'm not a big fan of. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say I'm with Stacy on that one, though. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm also more for like a, um, a, a, a renovation of sorts <laughs> when it comes to like the superheroes and the villains. Cause, I mean, because we've seen them in the same fashion a million different ways, but still within the same, you know, I, I don't know reality that they live in so i don't know it's just it's just nice to see something new something different but it's still yeah where it's not just it's not a straight uh it's it's not a straight hero story and i think that's it's a good spin on things you got a bunch of villains that have to do a job they're anti-heroes at best you know this and deadpool uh man i mean there are some there are a few movies this year that i'm i'm more excited than i was last year so yeah, I would, I would I would agree on that one. Well, Stacy, this one's gonna be more for more for you and less of Marcus because I know Marcus doesn't really like this show. But Star Wars Rebels trailer. Yes. What What were your thoughts oh, on the man. second half of the of the season? What What are your thoughts on this trailer? You know, when you when I saw the trailer, I felt like it was almost uh, I was almost as excited when I got done watching that as I was. For a new Star Wars movie, I mean, it was like it was for the first time, uh, I guess, since maybe watching, uh, you know, of the Force Awakens trailer, you got to see something that that's tying everything together. I mean, it's linking holocrons. You get Sith relics. You're looking at a deeper story uh, with Darth Vader, and you're connecting. If if you're a fan of the Clone Wars, then you get to see connections with. Ahsoka and Darth Vader, which is something that's huge. You even get to hear uh, Anakin's voice. I know that was freaking. It was. I mean, I, I actually got goosebumps. You, I heard uh, Anakin's voice reaching out and speaking to Ahsoka, and you see tears in her eyes. I mean, I was genuinely moved, uh, and it made me very excited for this this half of the season. It's that show's just continuing to surprise me and gets better and better every time. What are, what are your I don't know if you happen to notice, but like they showed like a scene from Geonosis and they showed the Death Stars being built there, and then they showed yeah. uh, Darth Maul or yes, someone that looks yeah. like Darth Maul. Yeah, if you look at and I, I watched a rewind trailer about it, you got to see like the shadow on his face, you got to see the tattoos on his nose and forehead. So, pretty sure it was Darth Maul. Um, 
I'm okay with it. You know, they, they've already brought him back. He's a part of canon. You know, they didn't kill him in the cartoon. I'm okay with him coming back. Yeah, I'm quite excited to see what will happen with, you know, what will become of Darth Maul. I would like to see that final, final showdown between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. That would be actually really cool, but. Yeah, um, Uh, well, there's rumors of Obi-Wan appearing potentially, so. Star Wars Episode 8. There's a delay. It was originally planned for a May 26th release, um, 2017. It got pushed to December 15th, 2017. Um, the rumor is that the script needed a rewrites. Do y'all do y'all believe that's actually the rumor, or do you think something happened on set? What do you think might be the cause of this five month delay? Marcus, what do you think? Um, uh, I'm not entirely sure on that one. Um, it, I I could come up with some. Like, I could probably come up with something, but it, it probably wouldn't be accurate. Like. Um, <laughs> I I personally think that they could make more money in the month of December than they can in. Uh, May, but you know, you were, you were telling I, me that the other day, and I, I I was like, you know, maybe that is actually the case. Maybe they really just want to release something in December. Because I, I mean, they agree with that. They dominated last December. Well, just think about it. The movies that come out in December, the one that has the one that they are chasing to beat. When did it come out? Came out in Christmas. You know, Avatar yeah. came out. During it was like that November time, or something. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like right around yeah. that time. So it was a late fall release, early winter. Release, I think that's perfect time for Star Wars. I think if they want to just continue to release all of them at that point, you know, don't compete for the summer blockbuster. Just own December. Yeah, I think I think you know to, to coin a term that Paul used to always say, just leave May Marvel movie Marvel movie month. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know December can be Star Wars. Yeah, well, and November is going to be Marvel as well. It's usually like. A Marvel movie in the you know late spring, early summer, then another one. You know, no, I think Thor used to come. Thor came out every November, didn't it? Or at least one of them did. Yeah, uh, I, I believe you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think Doctor Strange is supposed to come out in the in November as well, right? I don't know when Doctor Strange is coming out. I think it's I don't remember. It's in that ballpark. Well. They may change it, but I'm pretty sure it's around that time. And Captain America, I think, comes out, what, March or April? I'm sorry? Is it April? So. Yeah. It's just lots to look forward to, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of movies coming out. Oh, no, actually, it's May 6th. I'm sorry. Captain America is May 6th. Marvel Movie Month. There it goes. There it goes. <laughs> of 2017? Uh, 2016. This, this year. Captain America. Oh, right. Is what? Uh, so, what is Marvel releasing in May of 2017? It's a good question. Or do they not have anything? Oh, they might have something. <laughs> I was yes. just wondering, like maybe they could have moved their movie months because, uh, I mean, they didn't want to clash with something else. Well, I know Disney um, to in 2017, Disney went ahead and once they moved Star Wars to December, they moved Pirates of the Caribbean five into the May slot. So mm. Pirates of the Caribbean it's 5 is now tank. taking over the slot. You think it will tank? I have zero. I mean, I, it's, I, I now realize it has passed me by. I have no desire to see that movie at all. There's, I mean, I'll probably see it in some form or fashion. I have no desire to. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be yeah. a good DVD rental for me. I think <laughs> if it's like like uh, the fourth movie, then it's not going to be very impressive. Yeah. I wasn't impressed with the third and movie. Doctor Strange... Doctor Strange comes out November 4th. There you go. This year. 
Looking for a site that is up to date on the geek news you care about? Then you should visit templeofgeek.com, a 100% fan-curated site from geeks passionate about their nerddom. Templeofgeek.com, the best 10 minutes you'll spend on the interwebs today. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our discussion here. Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Episode 7, not the prequels. It's the, what are we going to call this, the postquels? <laughs> the, the new sequels? The sequels. Yeah. The ones that matter. So, we finally got to see Episode 7. Some of us have saw it three times, Marcus. I think Stacy has seen it like eight times. I haven't seen it as many as I'd like. I've only have seen it twice. Yeah, I've only seen it twice. I do plan on seeing it one more time before it leaves the theater. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and just go out. Just, <laughs> we should. My, my final hoorah. <laughs> go see this movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go out and just say it. Star Wars, it was, it was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing picture. Uh, the movie was just... I, I was I was in the theater, and I know we said this before with Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, but I really felt like I was just that kid seeing Star Wars for the first time again, just a little kid, just sitting there with his eyes really huge, <laughs> watching everything happen on the screen just for the first time again. I mean, it was it was what I felt could be the most perfect film that they could have done. Um, now everybody was like, you know, there's there's people out there who's saying, oh, the film could have been better and stuff, but I really truly believe this is the best that they could have possibly done with the franchise. All right, go, guys. What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I'm, uh, you know, and to add on what you were just saying there, Daniel, I think that says a lot for Guardians of the Galaxy, too, just just throwing it out there, because it was almost an original, I mean, basically an original property, something that nobody was familiar with, yet it captured the essence of what Star Wars was, but with new characters, a different story, and just but the same, I guess the same spirit. So, yeah, no Vader, no um, no lightsabers, nothing. But it was it was it felt like no, a Star Wars movie. Absolutely. So no, I I agree with you completely that that you know I went in trying to be objective, as objective as somebody who is a self-professed you know Star Wars fanboy for sure. But seven-year-old Stacy um, took over. Oh, he did, and and he watched it, and he and it and it. It did take you back, and it was, you know, the, I would even say this, though. Uh, I was a little bit shocked by the level of violence, you know, and I'm not somebody who's anti any of this stuff. I'm just saying if, if you looked at it, I mean, they showed blood. There was, I mean, things that weren't in the other movies. There's there's blood, and that's just a, an important distinction from the others. Yeah, uh, I mean. Stormtroopers flying and flipping over and just getting completely destroyed, getting sucked out into space. Yeah, I mean that that one scene where the the hand just wipes across the face of that stormtrooper's mask, and you just see that the the trail of blood that it left behind. You've never yeah, seen alarming. blood on a stormtrooper's outfit before in a Star Wars movie. So I mean, right there, right there at the very beginning of the movie, you were like, "Whoa, <laughs> this yeah. is something awesome." <laughs> well, and then uh, you I got that, uh, what, what were you saying, Marcus? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I think that kind of comes with. Uh, the way movie ratings have kind of become so much more lenient over the years since the very first Star Wars movie came out in the 70s. Yeah. Well, this was the only the second Star Wars movie to be PG-13. Yeah, because Revenge of the Sith was PG-13, right? Yeah. Bad Garbage was PG-13. Revenge of the Sith wasn't <laughs> bad. 
It had its <laughs> issues. A bed. You know, soup sandwich. The prequels were the greatest thing that George Lucas has ever given us, and you'll appreciate that one day. <laughs> it was the greatest in the 2000s. But, Marcus, what were your thoughts on the film? Um, gosh, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that film. Uh, all three times in the theater. And, and you're not a huge Star Wars fan, right? I mean, you like Star Wars, but you're not like gung-ho crazy over it. Right. So, uh, and that's what I was going to bring up was, I mean, like, as a kid, um, I, I did see the movies and, and I would ask to see them all the time. Like, I, I, I did like Star Wars, um, but I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't. I didn't grow up continuing to wear out the VHSs. <laughs> um, but, and, and then, like, I saw episode one, and then I never saw two or three. Um, and then I, I saw them at your house, actually, a few months before the movie came out. And, it, I, and I don't know what everybody's deal with is about episode one. Episode two was the worst movie of all time. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. Like, no nothing redeeming. happens in Marcus, that movie except in the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Marcus and I created a drinking game. Every time Princess uh, or Padme changed her outfit, we, we took a shot. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, that could end quick. But, <laughs> but uh but yeah what what I was really getting at though is that this movie makes me want to be a better Star Wars fan. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Oh, I think like, it does. I liked it that much. I liked it that much. Well, if you, you know, and this and Marcus uh, that makes me kind of happy now that to hear that because if you if this gets you fired up <laughs> and what I think uh you know Rogue One is going to end up doing is we're going to have this 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 huge universe, for lack of a better term, uh, of material for you to dive into. So, you know, even though the prequels, the prequels had something to offer, there's no doubt. But if you watch the cartoon, and I, I think I may have finally sold Daniel on this, if you watch the Clone Wars, it it adds something to the prequels. It makes the prequels better. It really does. And then if you watch if you watch episodes four, five, and six then watching Star Wars Rebels, is it's going to add something to Star Wars Rebels, and vice versa. Star Wars Rebels is going to add something to 4, 5, and 6. And then all of this builds, you know, like uh, last night, for instance, I'm a huge fan of Mandalore, that whole, the whole lore for Mandalorian culture, uh, from the language that Karen Travis created to, uh, you know, the, the various people who were Mandalore over the course of their, you know, their, uh, their history. And it's like a pretend culture, and but it's like I'm fired up about it. It's a really interesting culture. Well, last night they came out with a new Mandalorian, you know, one that had never been discussed before. He's a part of. He works for the Empire, and so if you're a part of the costuming community and everything, that's just a buzz. You know, people are like, "Who is this person?" They're going to make that costume like now. There are people working on it literally right now <laughs> to make that costume. So you got new characters and new Mandalorians and new. Stories, uh, you know, woven into all this. It's just, it's a cool time to be a Star Wars fan. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, you know, Stacy's right. I mean, they got, we have the cartoon series out now for, you know, the younger generation and some of us fans who just like the cartoons. Um, they got the movies coming out. They got the, the, 
the anthology movies, and now they got the new books, the comics. I mean, we are getting inundated with Star Wars, and I, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Quality, the qualities <laughs> remained pretty high. I mean, I'm impressed with that. What were, well, what, what were, if you, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, no, I was just going to say, well, what, if you could pick, like, because I, I was trying to go over the movie in the different parts, and there was just, if there were, like, three things from the movie, or if you could list just, like, your top, top things from the movie that just stood out that this is what, you gotta go see it, and this is the part that you would turn to Daniel and say, watch this, and then he'd punch you, because that's really annoying, you know. But you'd, what would, what would you do? Like, what are those parts for you? Oh, man. Poe, at the very beginning of the film. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, who who goes first? You go first, I go first, and then, you know, Kylo Ren starts talking, and he's like, I, I can't, I can't understand you with all that. <laughs> you know, it's just like the yeah. humor was just like, wow, this guy. I like this guy, and he's only been on screen for thirty-seven seconds. I love this guy. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, that's amazing when they do that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. And I mean, I was actually leaving the theater. I was like, I want more damn Poe. I mean, he was only in the movie for like fifteen minutes, <laughs> if yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, he, I think for he, me, he, what are you gonna say? Oh, I was just going to say, he quickly became one of my favorite characters. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it was the, uh, the the blast from the gun, the planet gun. <laughs> oh, the, the Starkiller? There was like that, that speech before, and it was just... <laughs> like, you get to see it, like, erupt from the, from like, uh, a, from, from like the land level of the of the gun and all, like all the trees are getting all demolished and stuff on the way. And then, you know, then they zoom way out and then they're like in the ship in space. And, uh, uh, Kylo Ren's watching the laser fly across space. I don't know. It's just, man, visually it was, it was pretty, pretty awesome. It was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I picture, I picture kids during that scene, turn to their dad and be like, y'all had that death star. This is our, this is our base. It takes out five <laughs> planets at one time. Yeah. It's That's pretty true. crazy. What about you, Stacy? Well, I uh well there's a there's a few things I thought that was amazing. I mean everything, you just couldn't take your eyes off the screen and um the visual effects. A couple things that stood out to me and one thing that I thought was just really impressive and it's a little thing. Really, I mean I think I smiled out loud. The the rations that Ray eats at the beginning of the movie. I did. I think I laughed. Like, I was like, that is awesome. They, you know, she pours water on it or whatever, and it just, and they raise up, and then she goes and eats them. And yeah. He, and it was, it was an, it was a practical effect. Yes. It, was a real it, wasn't, effect. it wasn't fake. They actually made no, the chemicals that do that. It, may, it took up months to figure out how to make this bread do that. And I'm like, that's what it's about. You know, that is why everybody complained for all these years and why there should be, you know, few naysayers at this point because, all of all of our criticisms were, you know, answered and checked with, you know, they 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 remedied all those things. So I thought that was one thing. I thought yeah. the humor in the movie was was exactly back back on you know on par with the original trilogy. You know, uh, you had a you had a Han Solo character that wasn't Han Solo, and that's fine. That's I, I like that. It, he didn't need to be Han Solo. Um, but the guy who stole it for me, I know BBA was good. BBA made me laugh. BBA was great. Chewbacca for me. It was Chewbacca. 
that did it for me. Hmm. Well, because you got to see Chewbacca do more things than he's ever done in any of the trilogies. It, all his personality, I mean, I think for the first time ever, you kind of knew who he was. He was the sidekick. But this is the first time you really get to see him, I think, be – his character was fully fleshed out at this point. I mean, you knew who he was before. You can take that information, and you watch this movie, and you, I think you really know who he is. So. Well, well, as far as characters go, it's going to have to be written for, uh, right for me. Yeah. I, I fell in love with her when, as soon as I saw her, so <laughs> – <laughs> I, I just, I just, you know, you, you know, when you see that 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 one person in your life, you know what? I'm gonna marry that person one day. <laughs> there, there, there she was. Y'all heard it here first, folks. It's Ray Gomez. Heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Skywalker. She's a Gomez. She's a Gomez. That's right. <laughs> but she was an incredible character, though. She was she was a great character, and she wasn't she didn't have what I thought was the only weakness of Luke Skywalker is that he was kind of whiny. Yeah, never well, whined. Well, she Anakin. was never whiny. She always Anakin was. No, we don't discuss Anakin. He who must not be named. And Anakin was whiny as well. I know, and then especially in the second movie, third movie he wasn't as bad. The second movie was just almost unbearable the way that he complained. Uh, in this one, you know, you didn't get that. I mean, you, she obviously didn't want to be there, but she made the best of her circumstances. She yeah. constantly dreamed and looked off into the sunset like Luke did, but she didn't have any of the – she was flawed, but you didn't look at her flaws the way that I looked at Luke's. You know, I looked at Luke's as he was a little bit of a whiner. He was a little bit immature. I looked at hers as she's hopeful, a little bit naive, but obviously – Powerful badass in the force, apparently. All right, real quickly, old cast. What did y'all think? Were they used correctly? Were they... Yes. Uh, yeah. Could have gotten more Luke, but I'm kind of glad they didn't. I, I kind of, you know, I, I left the theater the first time, going, man, I really wanted to see Luke Skywalker, and he wasn't in the film. And but the, sec- yeah. the, the second time I saw it, I was just like, you know, this this makes sense what they're doing. I'm kind of glad that. Uh, I'm kind of glad they didn't do do more Luke because we actually got to see more of the other characters. You know, the last trilogy, the original trilogy, was all about Luke. Well, we actually got to see a new trilogy that didn't really focus on Luke, and you know, it focused on Han Solo and these kids, these new kids. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. I liked it. Harrison Ford, I thought was amazing. He was the only question mark for me. Uh, was that I was afraid he was just going to phone it in, and he didn't. Yeah, I, it, this was probably, you know, next to Empire, probably the second best Han Solo performance, I think, for me. It's not how the Force works. <laughs> how the Force works. <laughs> for you, the listeners of the Temple of Geek podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I just downloaded Star Wars The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster, and let me tell you, I feel like the movie is much clearer with the fleshed-out scenes in the book. You could download this book or any other from over 180,000 titles today. Why don't you give it a whirl? Head over to audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Toddcast for your free audiobook. Okay, guys, what about your theories of what's going to happen in the trilogy? We... We 
we saw what we saw. We didn't get to, we, we didn't get, you know, before the movie came out, we we're like, okay, who the heck is Finn? Who the heck is Ray? Who the heck is Poe? Um, Poe had, was given a last name, then Ray and Finn weren't. And we were like, okay, well, who's Ray? And I was like, Ray, gotta be Han Solo's son. And, you know, or Finn was, has to be Han Solo's son. And then Ray has to be Luke Skywalker's daughter or whatever. You know, we were trying to come up with different things. Well, we got an answer on who Finn was. He's a stormtrooper. I'm sure there's going to reveal more about him later, but we still don't know who Ray is. We don't know who the heck Snoke is. So what are your all thoughts on these characters? Who who do you think these characters are and what do you think is going to happen in future releases of this movie, this franchise? Mm, I think that Ray is either Luke's daughter or she is Leia's daughter. Okay, let me let me ask this. Why would anybody think it's I don't I don't I don't understand how anybody thinks it's Leia and Han's kid. Or maybe just Leia's kid. I don't think it's Leia and Han's kid. I think it would be Leia and somebody else. (laughs) Hmm. Okay, maybe I should have caught on what you said the first time. So you think Leia actually... (laughs) You think Han Solo and her separated and Leia was actually with somebody else? They they said in the movie that they were separated for a while. I think it's definitely... She's definitely a Skywalker. That's just my theory. Leia is and a Skywalker, even though that's not her last name. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And uh, But I think that she – there are a lot of theories out there, but I think she's a Skywalker. The only things that I will stand fast on, I think she's a Skywalker. I think that Leia and Han both knew that she was on that planet, and they, it was no accident that Han was where he was. And that it's why when you saw – Finn have to go back. He said, I got to go back and get her. If you looked at Leia's face, and I don't think this was an accident either, she didn't act surprised that where she was or that somebody had to go get her. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that she was, nobody even questioned it. It was like, oh, yeah, sure. I just met you. Yeah, go ahead and take one of our best ships and go get somebody I've never met. So, yeah, it so it doesn't I mean- make sense otherwise. I, I think I, I think too. She was definitely Skywalker's daughter, just because at the very end of the movie, the first time I saw the movie, you know, she hands him that lightsaber, and at first I was sitting there going, when I first saw the movie, I go, man, that guy's like, damn it, somebody found me. I guess I'm gonna have to train this just this chick, you know? She found me. I'm gonna have to train her. Whatever. Damn. But the second time I saw it, I was like, you know, I really started paying attention to like their their facial cues their emotion and everything that was going on in the scene i was like i don't think he's thinking that at all i'm thinking he's thinking holy shit this is my daughter that i haven't seen in you know 20 years 15 years whatever it was and she's right here in front of me how did she find me you know so i yeah i I truly believe that she is definitely luke's daughter Hmm. snoke on the other hand there is a new theory I was reading right before we got onto the uh, right, right before we started recording that Snoke could possibly be Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> that he survived the death, the first Death Star. <laughs> That's why he looks all mangled. Uh, my thoughts no on way. my thoughts on Snoke is, and this is probably you know ninety percent of the internet out there, but is that he is Plagueis and. The reason why I think they would do that is so they can tie all three trilogies together to give some sort of tie between the three trilogies. Um, Disney spent 
four billion dollars on a franchise, and I know they didn't spend four billion dollars on just half a franchise. They bought the franchise as a whole. They said that the prequels were part of canon. Um, so I think they're going to do something in this film to make everybody feel that all three trilogies are one giant cohesive saga. Um, and what better way to do it than to make a character, you know, uh, another character that was being referenced by Palpatine in the very first beginning of parts of the story to Anakin, you know, it would just be a perfect way to tie the three trilogies together. Here you go. You have this guy that, you know, if y'all listened to or read any stories about Plagueis, Plagueis was the guy, the mastermind who created Anakin and things like that. You have this guy that's been so involved in the Skywalker family throughout the three trilogies, and now we're finally get to finally get to meet him. You know, I just I think that would be an awesome way to tie the three trilogies together. But that's my thoughts. I don't, you know, I, I think that I would be okay. I would be okay if it was Plagueis, but. He's definitely not. It's definitely not Anakin. It's definitely. I don't think it's Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, Plagueis makes sense, um, but could be Jar Jar. Oh my god! That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, since they're moving the movie back, I kind of wonder. Just kind of wonder. Um, you know, like the, all all of these speculations are on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. So, I <laughs> I wonder if they have read up on this and they're saying, "Oh crap!" They they all know who Snoke is now. So I think maybe we should just rewrite and make him come from something else. Like because, I, and I'm only saying this because of the way uh, the secrecy was kept about the story, the the eighth movie. Like how all of the speculation that came out of everything that we could uh, build off of um, with the trailers that they gave us and next to none of it was right. So, (laughs) you know, to build about what you're saying, what what if, you know, what if that is true? They actually did reveal all the, uh, you know, review all the stuff that's on the web, but they're like, man, their ideas are actually better than ours. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I guess that can happen too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stacy, well, maybe what, the only time they've ever done that. <laughs> that would be the only time. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to ask? Uh, I was just going to say, is is there any other any other uh, rumors from the film that are not rumors, but is there any other uh, things from the film, mysteries from the film that you'd probably want to? Take a gander on what you think would happen, or what do you think might happen in Episode Eight? Now that we know that. Uh, Ray and Luke are together. Is he going to start training her Yoda style, riding her back and things, and making her lift rocks? Or well, the cool thing is, and this is something that was confirmed, is that he, where he is, is the first Jedi Temple. So one of the things that I think will be cool is to get to see. You know, there's got to be a lot of information there. I think the way that she will be trained will be different than anything we've ever seen. That would be um, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that's going to be pretty cool. I think uh, that there's an interesting rumor about Kylo Ren not being, not necessarily being evil. Um, that his purpose, when he says he was, his, he's going to fulfill Darth Vader's purpose, it wasn't necessarily to destroy all the Jedi. It, it was, was to bring to, balance to the Force. 
Right. And so I did read that or did see that. And I thought that was an interesting take on it. All three of these theories have been discussed on our website, so feel free to check that out, templategeek.com. <laughs> <laughs> the one mystery that I really hope they answer in this trilogy, and if they don't, I'm going to be pissed, is how the hell did Maz Katana get a hold of the Luke, uh, Luke Skywalker lightsaber from Episode Five? I didn't even think about that, yeah. I mean, here is this lightsaber that was lost, you know, the lightsaber that belonged to Anakin, given to Luke, and Luke basically got his hand chopped off by his father, who the original owner of the lightsaber. <laughs> it was lost forever at the pits of Bespin, and here it is in episode is seven. There, is there even a is there even a pit in Bespin? I mean it's like a gas plant, you know. So yeah, I like, mean where did it go? Did it How go? did they find it? <laughs> yeah. So that they have got to flesh out that part of the story. I mean, see, and I always thought I'm if you sure go back will. and watch, if you go back and watch uh, Empire Strikes Back, when Luke goes out with the shoot or whatever, and he lands on that little antenna, that, the hand, hand falls, falls with out him there too. Yeah, I thought yeah. that too. I was like, is that his hand falling with him? I think it is. Plot hole. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, and you know, even in the movie, they 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 made sure they were like Maskatana was like, oh, that's a story for another time. I was like, you better well, freaking tell me that story. Do you think she knew? I think she knew. I think she knew who who Ray was. Oh, of course she knew who Ray was. The whole speech about I've seen your eyes before and all that stuff. I mean, and then her explaining yeah. the lightsaber, the lightsaber calls to you. You know, hint, hint, Skywalker, hint, hint. You know, it's like yeah. And I think she has force powers. So. But I agree, that's a good mystery. Well, do y'all have any final thoughts on the, on the movie? Any final thoughts y'all want to talk about before we wrap this up? No, I think Disney. so. And Disney's, Disney said Star Wars and Marvel movies indefinitely, so yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad now that that's a, uh, you know, I used to go to the movie theater to go see, like, you know, stuff like Fast and the Furious or, you know, like a James Bond yeah. film or something. Now I'm just going to the movie theaters to watch comic book movies and Star Wars. That's <laughs> that it. Is it. Hey. I don't need anything else. You're welcome. <laughs> There's, and I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> well that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast I want to thank Marcus and Stacy for, for joining me on this week's discussion all the notes of this week's episode will be posted on our site templeofgeek.com if you have any questions or comments feel free to email me at info at until next time remember the force will be with you always Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.